Hey, welcome to episode 28. Wow. Episode 28 of the Reluctant Leader Podcast. I'm with Paul Jenkins. I am your host, Paul Jenkins. And if you're listening to this, um, it's a little bit different because I'm actually recording this live by video because we hope to launch the video part of this on YouTube very soon. Hey, I want to welcome you to this episode. And, and today we're going to talk about um, threshing floors and obedience and those seasons in our lives that just feel like they are horrible. And we ask ourselves, we ask God all those questions like, why am I going through this? And is any good going to come from it? I think I've got some verses that will encourage you today. And so I hope you'll hang out with me, stick around. Let's have a discussion about it. Um, as always, if this brings you value, I would, I would just so appreciate you um, sharing it with somebody and helping us spread the word about what God's doing through the podcast. All right. So you ready? Um, let's just jump right into a couple of scripture verses and we'll talk about what God wants to do in our lives through the messy parts of them. Yeah, let me just share with you a couple of verses that have meant a lot to me through the years, especially through a season that was extremely difficult for me. Um, I felt a little bit like the main character of the story that I'm going to read you. It's, it's in 2 Samuel chapter 24. Uh, we'll pick it up in verse 18. Here's what it says. On that day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. So David went up as the Lord had commanded through Gad. And when Aruna looked and saw the king and his officials coming toward him, he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. Aruna said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy your threshing floor so that I can build an altar to the Lord. Now, for a long time, what David wanted to do was build a temple. He wanted to build this temple of God, and instead God tells him to go buy a threshing floor and build an altar. And so you can imagine, um, maybe you've been like David, I have, like, God, I've served you, I've given you everything I have, and yet this is what I get for my trouble, a threshing floor, and, and literally threshing floors were not the kind of place that you would want to buy. They were on the top of a hill. Um, and there were places of, of wind and you would throw up like this wheat and the, the, the grain would fall down and the chaff would be blown away in the wind. And it was like violent and pitchforks. It was mess. Just threshing floors was just a mess, right? Like if you're going to invest money, buy something for the Lord, do something for him. You want it to be awesome, not awful. And I think in this story, what we hear in David is really God, I want to build you something like a temple. And yet you have me in a season where you're asking me to build, to buy this threshing floor and build an altar there. And, and it wouldn't really mean a lot to us unless we went to second Chronicles. And this is the part that I want you to get. So he, he buys the threshing floor. Um, I, we don't have time to go into it now, but he actually was offered the threshing floor for free. And his response was, no, I insist on paying for it. I will not offer to God a sacrifice that costs me nothing. There's, uh, there's, boy, there's uh, lessons in there for all of us as believers, especially for leaders and even more so for reluctant leaders. Like sometimes there's a price to pay in leadership 
And even if someone were to offer it to us for free, we wouldn't value it. We value the things that we've learned because there was a cost attached to it. So David buys a threshing floor. He is obedient to what God tells him to do. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, we find this. Then Solomon, who was David's son, then Solomon began to build the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to his father David. Listen to this next sentence. It was on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, the place provided by David. Did you catch that? David in his generation paid a high price to establish the place where his son in the next generation built the temple of God. Can we just unpack for a moment what troubles in our lives could be working for future generations? Is it possible that your willingness to stay faithful, to be obedient in a really tough season could literally be the foundational place where your sons, your daughters, their sons and their daughters are able to build a temple to the Lord. If we go to the New Testament, um, Paul wrote this in 2 Corinthians 4, 17. He said, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. I, I don't think that what, what Paul was trying to say was, hey, what you're going through, um, I don't know what, like cancer, financial problems, relationship issues. I don't think he was saying, hey, like, that's light. Like I'm minimizing your pain. What he was, he wasn't minimizing the pain. He was maximizing the outcome, the glory of what God's achieving. But even when I read that, I think, okay, that's cool, Paul. Like, I appreciate that. Like you're telling me, like when I get to eternity, I'll see the glory that this, like it's building me a house in, in eternity that I won't see now. And that's good. But if you're like me, maybe it'd be nice to see something here. And now, like if I'm David and I buy the threshing floor, I'd like to live long enough to see Solomon build a temple. And so then I go to Romans chapter five, same author, Paul, and this is what he writes. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. What I love about this is that there is a future involved in it, like what we're going through now, our sufferings. It is going to produce something in the future, but it doesn't say we have to wait to heaven to get there. Like y'all, we can see our suffering now produce perseverance now and produce character now and produce hope now. We can see that now. And so here's Here's the question I'm going to ask you, because Paul doesn't say that we hope our suffering will produce perseverance. He doesn't say, I think it might. There's a 98% chance of it. He says, we know. We are convinced. We have no doubt that the suffering we're facing now will produce perseverance and then character and then hope and then glory. So let me ask you this. What could the, the, the struggle you're facing now be working for you in the future? And then let's go back to David, full circle, back to David in the story of the threshing floor. What could 
your obedience to be faithful and to stay in a place right now? What could that be working for your children? And wouldn't you be willing to do whatever it took now in your life to ensure that they have a proper foundation in order to serve the Lord in their life going forward? I would. I think sometimes we miss that as leaders, right? I think sometimes as leaders, what we think is, well, I'm going to do good now and I'm going to get the payoff as opposed to I'm going to do good now. I'm going to be obedient now because I know that it's going to pay off in the future. Maybe even for family members that I will never meet. And I hope that encourages you. I know it encourages me. I'm so thankful that you've been a part of this podcast. Wow, y'all, 28 episodes. We're closing in on 30. Uh, Maybe we'll give away some coffee when we get to the 30th episode. I don't know. But I'd love for you to find a place to leave me a review. Give us a rating. Um, If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do that. And as always, I would be so thankful if you would share it with somebody that you know needs to hear what we just talked about. Somebody that you know is facing a hard time and you could be the one that encourages them that God is faithful and he is going to work it out for their good and for his glory. Listen, as we say all the time, just keep on doing what you know. Give God your yes and he will take care of the rest.